0: Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: Gonna
2: tell it like it really is. We know Haney doesn't give a sh it's time for the truth, here's I do. You're listening to Haney yeah. Listening to Haney.
3: Haney Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast brought to you by HaneyUniversity.com Go to HaneyUniversity.com, register for my free instructional videos. They go out weekly and find out information about coming and getting a golf lesson from me. If you are so inclined, it is available at my studio in Paradise Valley, Arizona. I uh, specialize in fixing everyone who no one else can fix. That's what I've I've realized over the years. I mean, I was telling a lesson the other day, I said, you know, through, through the years, I've, I have all kinds of pros that I've helped, not just touring pros, but teaching pros that have been students of mine or guys that I've trained to teach. And I can't tell you how many times they have said to me, Hank, I've got this guy I would just love for you to help. I'd love for, I'd love for you to help this one guy. And occasionally they'd, they'd send that guy to me for lessons or they'd you know, bring him maybe on a trip and they'd you know, bring one of their students with them, and they'd you know, come to watch me teach and they'd watch me, me help the guy. And every time that would happen, it was always, they never brought me anybody easy. It was always the guy with the most exotic swing, the most exotic, complicated swing mistake uh, the guy with the you know toughest attitude, the guy that was the you know hardest to get to listen, or you know the stiffest, most out of shape. <laughs> I mean that was that that was always the case. So I realized that you know what that is my specialty, helping people that uh, that that have struggled and taken a bunch of lessons, and especially the slicers. I mean I can't believe how many people still to this day. Even with my one-shot slice fix out there on Performance Golf Zone that uh, a lot of people have seen. But even with that, how many people come for lessons and say, Hank, I have sliced my whole life. I'm like, oh my God, you've sliced. That's going to that's gonna end today. You will not leave here being a slicer. That is absolutely guaranteed. All right. Uh, today, I want to talk about one of my favorite people to follow on twitter you know i'm on i'm on twitter a lot i I, I love to be on twitter I, I, the thing that i've enjoyed the most on Twitter in the last year or so is pissing people off and the nastiness that people like attack me with on on twitter it's just absolutely incredible I mean the things that people say but i'm still on there I, i've I've gotten where i uh, I, I, I kind of get a, a kick out of it you know I remember I remember back in the day people would tell me you know yeah you know, so, some of the so people said to me like you know when, when I coached tiger and I was you constantly under fire and they would go, oh you get hank you got thin skin I said, I'm like oh, you know I don't know about that you know but but I but I will say this there isn't anybody that's born with thick skin. no one is born with thick skin. Thick skin is something that you develop. So when people say, oh, you have thin skin, well, everybody has thin skin. But you develop thicker skin through the years. And when you take enough heat and enough criticism and enough shots, you develop that thicker skin. So I don't mind it. I have to say I really don't. I mean, I, there, and I, would, I will have to say, in all honesty, there was a time when I did. But it, uh, it doesn't uh, – the skin, you know, at 68, the skin has gotten very, very thick. Very, very thick. But I love being on Twitter. My One of my favorite people to follow on Twitter is James Hahn. Now, James Hahn, for those of you that don't know, he's not a real well-known player. He's a great follow on Twitter. He is a smart guy. He is opinionated. He is my kind of guy because he tells it like it is. He's born in Seoul, South Korea. Uh, Went to University of California. He turned pro in 2003, so he's been around. He's 41 years old now. World golf ranking is 300th in the world. He's got two wins. On the P- he's played in 346 events. He's got two PGA Tour wins. He's had 38 top 10 finishes. So about you know uh, you know 10 of the time he's finishing top 10. One out of every 10 tournaments. He's a guy that that you know miss a cut, miss a cut, miss a cut. He's made 204 cuts out of 346 events. So you know I mean it's not like his you know it's not like he's 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 a Guy that makes uh, you know a ton of cuts. He 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 misses cuts, and you know when you when you look at at, at that. I mean that he's 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 like at fifty. What is that? Fifty nine, sixty percent, something like that. Making sixty percent of his of his cuts. Two hundred four out of three hundred forty six. You know, I, I mean, just over half of the tournaments he's he plays in, he makes a cut, and it, in about a tenth of the turn ten percent, he me. Uh, finishes top 10. He's he's made 13 million dollars on the PGA Tour. 13 13 million dollars. He won the uh 2014-2015 Northern Trust Open at Riviera, the uh Genesis is now what it's called. I remember that tournament. And that was a that was a really good tournament. He he in a playoff. He had a playoff with Paul Casey and Dustin Johnson. I mean, here's a guy that's never won a, he'd never won a tournament. And he beats Paul Casey, good player, and Dustin Johnson in a playoff. I remember that. That, that you know, that's that's impressive. I mean, here's a guy that like you know, it really hasn't had many chances to win. But when he has, he's gotten it done. He also won in a playoff the next year. He beat Roberto Castro in a playoff at Wells Fargo. So he's won two tournaments. He's won only two tournaments in 346 starts on the PGA Tour, and he won at Quail Hollow in uh, Charlotte, great golf course, and he won at Riviera in L.A., great golf course. But he's a player you'd look and say, I wouldn't necessarily you know, call him a journey. He's won two times on the PGA Tour. That's pretty darn good. But he's kind of a journeyman player on the PGA Tour. He's kind of what you would call like a, a, a kind of, a, you know, every uh, – a little bit of a—he's representing the masses on the PGA Tour. How about that? You know, he's kind of the every man on the on the on the PGA Tour. Matter of fact, I was looking at his uh, on on Twitter, and I was looking at his his swing. He's got a good golf swing. I, mean, he's, I think he's making swing changes. These guys are always making swing changes. But uh, his right hand grip could improve. There, that's not—which call very good. I mean, for a touring pro, that's uh, that grip is not uh, good. I, I would suggest a little change there. I'm watching right now on on a little Instagram thing. But his swing looks good. Really good. A little little flippy on the release there. I'd work on that release, look at a little more extension through the ball. But the plane looks great. Anyway, he missed a cut uh, <laughs> uh by 11 shots in a tournament. And here's here's one of his tweets or one of the deals he posted on Insta. Can't remember the last time I missed a cut by 11 shots. Weeks like this are hard to take, but sometimes the best thing to do is to take it on the chin and keep standing, keep grinding, and know it's gonna get better. Golf is hard and sometimes it plays really, really hard. But I promise you this, no matter how hard it hits, I'm not gonna go down without a fight. Ain't no quit in this dog. On to the next one. I'm a fan of I'm a fan of uh of James Hunt. James Hahn is not a fan of the changes on the PGA Tour and their new schedule, and he has been very, very out. This is, guy, this is not a yes man here. Now, James Hahn used to be, I think up until last year or something, he was on the policy board for the PGA Tour. So he was a guy that would definitely have voted against These changes that are happening on the PGA Tour with all these these designated events, no cut designated events. James Hahn has slammed these changes. I mean, he 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 does not like it at all. Now these changes are kind of you know (laughs) people don't like they don't like to admit this, but they're a little similar to the LIV Golf deal. You know, I mean they just are. You know, I mean uh, smaller fields, guaranteed money, uh, no cut. And, uh, you know, they're doing this to appease the top players and they say to appease the television contracts they have so that they get better ratings because they've got, you know, better players playing in the field and, uh, you know, the players aren't missing the cut and going home and they're not there on the weekend. But James Hahn, here's what he had to say. And they asked him about the uh, – the, PGA Tour changes. And he said this to, to Golf Week. He said, uh, I hate them. I'm going to say exactly, this is this is great, because, you know, I'm on this whole, you, you, you know, you listen to me, you know, I just hate hypocrisy. I hate it. It just drives me nuts. I absolutely hate it. I don't like it. Say, say one thing, do it, and I hate it. Okay? Uh, he said, I'm going to say exactly what 999 of fans said about players living for leaving for the LIV tour. If our players had just said, then he's talking about the changes to the PGA tour. If our players had just said, we're doing this for the money, I would have a lot more respect for them, but how they're covering up what they're doing and trying to make it a thing about sponsors and fans and saving opposite field events, I think that it's all BS. That's what he says. I think it's all BS. He said, right now, they're just covering their arse and saying everything that the PGA Tour basically has trained them to say, oh, my God, (laughs) telling it like it is. I love this guy. He said he's t- they're saying everything the PGA Tour has trained them to say. He's talking about the, uh, the pros that are saying good things about this. Have taught them to say and try to make it not about the money when everyone knows 100% it's all about more guaranteed money being funneled to the top players in the world. Which it is. No doubt about it. He says, we've been talking about money for the last two years, and for them to not say that that's not the number one reason why we're making these changes, it's very, very hypocritical. There you go. No wonder I like this guy. Because you know what? I've been saying this over and over and over and over again. It's just – that is just the facts. It's just the facts. That is what it is. He said, all these guys are talking about this, all these big-name players, and they're talking about this is better for this. They got all these talking points. This is like it's a political deal. And they gave them all these talking points. They said, okay, you're going to tell them that it's it's better for the fans. See, it's better for the fans – because they get to go out and they know who's playing in the tournament. There's better players playing in the tournament. And nobody's missing the cut because there isn't going to be a cut in these designated events. Well, th- to be honest with you, I think it is better for the fans. So I, I, I kind of, you know, I, I'm a fan of James Hobb, but I got to l- agree, with, disagree with him a little bit there. I think it is better for the fans. Then they're going to say it's better for the TV. Well, I mean, you know what? It's not worse for the TV because you you know the, t, as hard as they try on these television broadcasts to sell you on oh this guy's a new up and comer and it's a great story and you know rah rah this guy I mean not, none of the ratings bear that out when the best players play the ratings are better and that's just that's just the way it is okay so you know that argument I, I'd probably have to go with them. Too. Too, I mean, I you know this is what this is what they're you know James Han says this is what they're training them to say. Well, uh, you know he's right. I mean that is that is what they're they're training, and that, and then they're going to tell you you know that that this is still this is going to be great because everybody gets a chance to play into these tournaments. Well, here's the one thing that that is universal in pretty much everything in life. Everyone is going to tell you what is best for them. I know it's just in everything. I mean, it's it's like, you know, it, I'll give you an example. You know, you're on a, these country club boards. You know, I've been members in a bunch of country clubs, and they have all these stupid boards. And, uh, you know, there's some, you a know, bunch of members on that board uh, that are making these decisions at this country club. And most of them have no earthly idea what they're doing. They got no clue about country clubs or golf courses or golf course design or whatever changes they're making. You know, they're always doing something. Everybody is promoting, at least to some extent, they are always promoting their own agenda. You know, they're going to tell you what. Is best for them. Nobody's going to tell you like, oh, you know, I I want this because it's best for everybody but me. No, 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 no. They're going to tell you what's what's best for them. That's just always the case. So the better players know that these changes to the PGA Tour are best for them, and the players like James Hahn and and you know his constituents that he's representing or was representing or you know is speaking for. They know it's not best for them, and that's why they're calling BS on this thing. Now, what James Hahn says, they've created these elevated events where it significantly impacts other full-field events sandwiched in between the full-field events. So that the elevated events are going to be sandwiched in between full-field events. And the solution to their problem is to limit the number of players that get into the elevated events. To force the other players to play in the other full field, non-elevated events. And then he says, to me, it's a road that we have to be very, very careful on because going back to our mission and our purpose is to be able to create the best playing opportunities for our membership and be able to contribute and donate back to the communities and the charities that we play in. Okay, first off, that's their mission. That's their stated mission. Now, if the rank and file of the PGA Tour gets the PGA Tour like they did, they get the PGA Tour to state that as their mission, then it's hard for that that to be your mission and then say, we're going to have elevated events that are going to have no cut and you're only going to have 70 players because that is not creating more playing opportunities for the overall membership. See, see golf is unique. The PGA Tour is unique. They're, the players have basically no representation. There's no players association. Every other sport has a players association. NHL, players association. NBA, players association. Major League Baseball, players association. NFL, a players association. Golf, no players association. Their representation comes from the fact that they have a few players that are elected by other tour pros that sit on their tour policy board. Now they're not they're, they're not making the decisions, but they get input and they get to go in there and talk and and you know give the the you know the the opinion of of their you know players that they're representing. And what's happened you know, is that board, if you will, now has a couple better players on it. You know, like top players like Rory and Spieth. Okay, and maybe they've got a little less top representation than they've had in the in in the past. And I think they, they you know, and now you know they're all petrified because they're worried that this Live Golf was going to really, you know, do in the PGA Tour, and it's going to. So 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 now that the the, the lower rated players they're a little more you know hey well we might have to do this because you know we don't want to we don't want to really you know have the LIV cut into us so we, we you know maybe we maybe we do need to do this and then the PGA tour comes up with this and they we're going to sell this we can sell this to this guy you know by by you know framing it this way like they framed it and and, and that's how they've gone about this so, so they kind of have, and to, you know, James Hahn's point, they've kind of changed their, you know, they need a new mission statement because if their mission is, is when they say to create the best playing opportunities for our membership, well, where's the balance? Are we talking about the overall membership or are we talking about the best players? The best players are carrying the weight because when LIV came around, all of a sudden, the best players got the. Now they're the ones that got the say so. I mean, when they had their meeting to figure out how they were going to curb, you know, the 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 inroads that Live was was getting on them last year when they had that meeting down there at you know during the or before the BMW Championship, one of the playoff events or whatever, and they met in New Jersey or whatever. Tiger flew in, Ricky Fowler flew in. Not a top player, but he, you know, he's he's a he's a popular guy on the PGA tour. He's a superstar. I saw I saw where somebody called him a superstar. That was interesting. I said, Rory McIlroy. You know, they said, uh, you know, Rory McIlroy is obviously a superstar. But Ricky Fowler, they said, Ricky Fowler is a superstar. I'm like, really? Ricky Fowler is a superstar. But every time somebody goes to LIV tour that has a name. They want to point out the media, which, which uh, you know some people refer to as the corrupt golf media. They write an article or tweet out, ah, that guy's no good anyways. He's ranked uh, so-and-so in the world. Hasn't played good for this long. But when they go to have the meeting, they bring in Ricky Fowler, who was even in the top 125. And then one of the players I saw, I he said, he's a, he's, a, he's a superstar. He's one of the most popular players on the PGA Tour. That's so funny. You know, it's just like, you know, it, you can be a popular player on the PGA Tour in this player's mind, but yet if you're not ranked in a certain level and you go to LIV, you're just, uh, you know, he's no good anyways. He hasn't played good for a while. They try to say that about Phil Mickelson. One of the greatest golfers in the history of the game. But, ah, he's no, you know, he's washed up. He's no good anymore. Well, first off, he can still play. He shot like something like sixty-six or something, last round of Mayakoba, and you're not washed up when you're one of the greatest players in the history. He's probably one of the top ten players in the history of the game of golf. So, when you get to that, you know, level, you're never washed up. I mean, people go to, you know. Champions Tour events and watch guys that you know shoot seventy eight. That they're still a, a name. They they go to the PNC and watch you know eighty seven year old guys you know go out there and shoot whatever, and they're still a name. So you're not you're not uh, washed up. But, but this this whole change has has, has brought you know th- this has been brought about by this Live Golf and you know one of the things that James Hahn is 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 talking about is is he says he's talking about popular okay and he said i use the word popular instead of best players because granted tiger is one of the best players to ever have played the game but he just won the pip money two years running which is that popularity contest money, he won that without playing, he didn't really even He's James Hansen, said he didn't even really play golf, without being ranked in the top 1,000, and without technically keeping his playing privileges. He's just on a lifetime exemption, but he, he said, I would never have imagined growing up that someone could make more money just for being popular than for how good they are on the course, yeah. Times are changing. I'll tell you what: any amount of money they pay Tiger Woods is not enough for what he's done for the PGA Tour. That's just that's just a fact. Um, no, you know, it, 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 no, nobody could deny that. And, and James Hahn doesn't. He says he said I say that that as one who believes, pay that man for bringing our tour to where it is today. I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it. But we are what we are doing as a business as a company, what we are doing, we're not spending money to provide the best experience for our members. All we're concerned with is just pushing money to the top players on our tour. And that's where we're getting this great divide between the elevated events and the non-elevated events and the players who play those two different tours. See, this this was this was always going to be an issue. As soon as these players went to Live Golf, the players that defected, everybody said they can't come back. See, Monahan, the commissioner, threatened them all and said, "You guys cannot come back." He had to say it. he can't go back on his word because the players that stayed, a lot of them, turned down a bunch of money to stay. And they were told that those guys weren't coming back because they don't want those guys coming back and, quote-unquote, double-dipping, taking, taking some of their money away. They want that money that Dustin Johnson and Bryson DeChambeau and Brooks Koepka and you know all the players that left, they want all that money that those guys would have made on the PGA Tour. They want it for themselves. They're never going to let those guys, guys back in. Not going to happen. And it's just, it's absolutely not going to happen. Like people, are, well, maybe they'll work something out. They're not going to work anything out. It's not going to happen. They're not coming back. They're done. The the, 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 the PGA tour players
2: will not allow that to happen.
0: Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart.
1: Are you
2: tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like
3: What's happening here, though, is is that money is going to is like James Hahn says, money's getting pushed to the top players, and you could argue, and I would argue, that the top players should should have been and should be compensated better, and you know, they're getting taken care of now, but any time you have change, it's it's you're not. You know this is a big change, and it's not. You're not going to have everybody's in favor of this unless they feel like it's a desperation situation. And if we don't do this, we're going to, you know, lose the PGA Tour. Well, I feel like what happened was is they kind of stopped the flow of players going to Liv. They didn't get any top players, you know, this offseason. So the people will look at it and they'll say, well you know what yeah we, we, we kind of weathered the storm but maybe they weathered the storm and, and people say well, hey, we weathered the storm so we don't need to do we don't need to do all these changes. but did they weather the storm because they would promised players that all these changes were coming And the answer to that is is probably yes. they did. They told all these players, hey hold tight, there's big changes coming, and they're all going to benefit you financially. So don't take that big money because you're going to get designated tournaments. You're going to get guaranteed income. You're, you're not going to have a cut, which gives you guaranteed income. Eight designated events, uh, two hundred million dollars more in, in money on the tour, plus you know the fifty million that those guys left behind. So two hundred fifty million more, and you know, we're gonna we're starting a, you know, Tiger Woods Rory McIlroy indoor simulator golf league, and there's a chance for you to be on a part of that. Why would you leave? Because you know what, you can stay here and not, you know, catch a rash of crap for leaving, and you're gonna make more money from staying there. And you know, and and, and that's that's probably how they, they they sold it and stemmed that. And now they gotta they gotta follow through on it. And the other player, the rank and file players, the players the James Hans of the PGA Tour, they're looking and saying you're 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 taking money from the bottom and you're giving it to the top. And isn't that always the argument? Like, you know, I mean, like it seems like it's always the argument, you know, like uh you know, the wealthy should pay more taxes and then the wealthy doesn't want to pay more taxes cuz you know, they, I mean, it's like it's like it's always the, the, it's always the argument, and you got to find the balance, and sometimes it, it changes. But uh, the players on the PGA Tour that are the top players, they're all speaking out. Roy McElroy, Max Homa, Scotty Scheffler, they're all speaking out about how much they love these changes. It's all great. And it's better for this and it's better for that. And they get all their talking points. And then you got other players that are not happy. Like this James Hott. And I'll tell you what, he's there's a lot, he's not alone. There is a lot of players, a lot of players that do not like this. But I don't think they're gonna have much say so, to be honest with you. Because when you got Roy McElroy, and you got Scotty Scheffler and you got Jordan Spieth, and you got Justin Thomas, and you got Tiger Woods, and you got Ricky Fowler, and you got all these guys. And 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 those guys can recruit every other better player you know. Every other better player that's left on the PGA Tour that you've heard of, they can recruit them all. Those guys are the guys that are swinging the big bat. There's no two ways about it. And uh that's a change. That's a change right now on the PGA Tour. No doubt about it. All right. Hope everybody enjoyed the podcast. Hit the follow button on the iHeartRadio app, wherever you get your podcasts. Get your Voodoo Pain Relief Cream. Don't forget that, voodoopainrelief.com. If you've got arthritis pain, it is the absolute best product for helping you with that. If you haven't tried it, make sure you do. It will work, guaranteed, 100%, guaranteed. Hope everybody has a great day. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll talk to you soon on the Hank Kenny Podcast.